You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, welcome again to our broadcast today. As we go into the Word of God, I'm trusting that the Lord is going to do something through His Word in your life and that the Lord will help you to experience victory in every area, in all ramifications of your life. We've been talking in the past about victory thinking, but now I just want to take it a little further and uh, we're going to talk about layers of victory. There are layers of victory that God has already preordained for you, okay? And we need to look into the Word of God and also look at life and see what we can get, how we can learn and how, can, how we can apply these principles in order to advance in life and in God's purpose for our lives, okay? So, um, when I'm talking about victory, I'm talking about victory all around. For example, you have victory over Satan, okay? You have victory over Satan. So, you are not at the mercy of the enemy. No, God has given you what it takes to walk in victory over the enemy, okay? You have victory over Satan. You have victory over sin, okay? You have victory over sin. So, we, you are not at the mercy of sin. You cannot be ruled by sin. The Bible says that um, sin shall not have dominion over us because we are not under the law but under grace. So, we have what it takes to overpower sin in every area of our lives if only we would... Um, Submit to the Lordship of Jesus and follow, follow the Word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. He will always lead us into triumph, okay? Yes, so not only that, we have victory over circumstances and situations. Everything in life, everything you face in life, you have what it takes, okay? You have what it takes to overpower that thing. And... Um, uh, let's just let's start by looking at, at the Word of God and let's see what is the first layer of victory that I'm, I'm, uh, we're going to look at is that you are in your design, in your, in your creation, okay? God made you. The first thing He did was that He made you and put in you the capacity he put in you the capacity to overcome everything. Not only to overcome, but to rule over every situation. Let's look at Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Then the Lord said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over every living thing that moves on the earth. Can you see that? 
So first layer is this. The first layer is the form, the, the, the way we were um, created, our constitution, our inner constitution, the core of our being is layered with victory. And what do I mean by that? If God made you in his image, after his likeness, and we know that God has never known defeat, okay? God has never known defeat. If God has never known defeat and he made you in his image, after his likeness, that means that he has also made you with the same capacity or a similar capacity to himself. So he has made you, there's nobody that was made to be defeated. Okay, your inner constitution is that of a victor, is that of a ruler, is that of one that will dominate situations, dominate life. Okay, so God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So we have that capacity. We have that capacity to, to rule and to dominate. Why? Because we were made in his image. God is a ruler. He is, <laughs> he is victorious. Okay? He rules over all. He rules over all. There are other kingdoms, but the Bible says the kingdoms of, our, of this world have become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. God is going to crush everything. He's going to bring everything under subjection and subjugation um, to his kingdom and his lordship. So God has made us and he has given us a similar capacity. And so it's time for us to begin to meditate on our formation, how God formed us, on how God made us. Our makeup is that of a victor, not a victim. Not a victim. It doesn't matter the circumstances that surround you, okay? It, this one, it, 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 your victory does not begin with your circumstances. It begins with your makeup, okay? It begins with how you were made. So that is the first layer of victory I want us to, to look at today. All right, look at, look, at, look at what it says. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So far as that thing is on the earth, it is under your rulership. So far as it is, um, it is operating in the sphere of the earth, okay, whether it's in the atmosphere or it is on the, on the ground, okay, dry ground, or if it is something that is operating in the waters, God has given us dominion has given us dominion. So man has the capacity, has the capacity to rule in all these fairs and to be a victor in all those fairs. And that is the reason why today, you see, today man has been able, man has been able to, to go into space, for instance. Okay, it's part of the mandate that God gave to man. 
It's part of the mandate. Man was able to defeat gravity <laughs> with another law, the law of lift. Okay. It's able to defeat gravity and rise, not only to fly in the air, but even to go into outer space. It's still within the realm of, uh, of, of dominion or the jurisdiction of man. All right. So, in your makeup, I'm telling you, there's tremendous potential. There's tremendous capacity. And imagine the whole of humanity has been given this. But you, who is a child of God, should be able to rise far above someone who is not a child of God. Why? Because you have the Holy Spirit in you. Okay. You have the Holy Spirit in you. So, God has invested his image in you. He has invested his likeness in you. He has invested the capacity to rule and to dominate and to, and to crush every opposition. He has put it in you. Whatever it is that comes against you, I want you to know that you have what it takes. So, you need to start from that place, that that that. that um, frame of mind that you have what it takes. Okay? Yeah. There's no problem that man cannot solve. There's no problem on earth that man cannot solve. Alright? So, why? Because God has given us that capacity. He has given us that ability. It's there. Inherent in you. It's there in potential form, but it's not supposed to remain in potential form. So it's up to you now to begin to work at bringing this out, ma uh, maximizing this potential. It's up to you. It's up to you. It's not up to God. It's up to you and I. All right. So many people make the mistake. They want God to come down and do what they are supposed to do. There is... I mean, I believe in prayer, and I, and I love to pray, you know. I love to pray. But I'm telling you, there are things that prayer cannot do, all right? Prayer cannot do what you are supposed to do, okay? If God says, have dominion, okay? Uh, have dominion over everything, okay? Over the fish of the sea. So you can see that by virtue... By virtue of the dominion over the sea, man was able to create boats and to, uh, and to navigate the waters, the high seas, the oceans. Man is able to carry lots of goods across the waters. How? How did man come up with all of this? This was something that... Uh, that uh, in the days of Adam, they didn't even have this... This understanding, but look at the kind of what is available to man today. Why? Because man has been able to harness that potential that God put in man. Okay, Man was able to harness that and by so doing, now is able to, to, to put um, big vessels in the sea. And they're going there for weeks and weeks. And they don't, they, they, they don't sink. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, unless there's something that goes terribly wrong. But I'm telling you, 
man has been improving and improving and improving. And remember that this is a fallen man. Eh? This is the fallen man that is that's been able to achieve all these things. And look at uh, even also man has been able to come up with submarines to go under the water and stay there for <laughs> for for days and and weeks under the water. All right. How did man come about with all of this? It's, it's tapping from what God said right from the time he made man. So these statements mean a lot. It means a lot. So if man in his fallen state can still do all of this, imagine you who has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You who has been saved. All right. There is nothing you cannot do. I'm telling you. Yeah. So God has already layered different forms of victory in your life. But you just need to begin to take them and then take one layer and then walk in it and then take the next layer, walk in it, begin to apply it to your life. Take the next layer and there is no excuse for defeat. There is no excuse. I tell you, there is no excuse. When you stand before God and you say, Oh, well, I couldn't do this because of this. I couldn't do this because of that. I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah, you will be shocked and amazed. I remember years ago, the Lord spoke to me. Uh, yeah, I had, I had this dream in which the Lord was speaking to me and he was instructing me to do some, some things, you know. He told me to do something and I said, Lord, but you know, I don't have the means. I don't have, I don't have the funds. You know, get, you know what? While I was giving my excuses, he walked out on me. Can you imagine that? He walked out on me. When I woke up, I was scared. I was scared because my excuses did not stand. They could not stand before him. He walked out on me. And up till today, I still remember that experience. And each time I think about it, it shakes me to the core. I'm telling you. Yeah. So we have no excuse. We have no excuse. If God tells you to do something, I'm telling you, you need to just do it. Find a way to do it. And get it done. Stop looking for excuses. God has given you the capacity to overcome whatever challenge, whatever restriction, whatever it is that, that, that is trying to stop you. I'm telling you. Yes. We have been given that. He has created us. All right. So he says in verse 28. So not only... Um, not only that he made us in his image, just that alone puts you on a pedestal, okay, of a victor. Just that alone, being made in his image after his likeness. But then, it doesn't remain there. God, in verse 28, he blessed them. He blessed them. That means he empowered them, okay? He empowered them. He blessed them and said to them, be fruitful. Okay, so whatever it is that tries to make you barren in your life, you have the blessing of God. You have the empowerment of God to, to break that barrier and produce abundant fruit to the glory of God in whatever area of life. 
whatever area. So there's nothing. So not only the, 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 the layer of how he made you, now what he pronounced over your life, he blessed man. Every one of us is blessed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. So even blessings are in layers. There are layers of blessings. So whether you are saved or not, if you are human, okay, if you are human, there's a blessing already on your life from this verse. From this verse, okay. There's a blessing and that's why people who are not saved are still able to do some things based on that general blessing over humanity that God spoke. So that is more than enough for you. Even if nobody helped you and you just had, you just have this tool that I have mentioned now, you have what it takes already. You have what it takes. So there's no excuse. Honestly, there's no excuse before God and there, sh there, there shouldn't be, we shouldn't accommodate any excuse in our lives. Let's stop making excuses and get up and start doing what God has called us to do. And let's start pushing the barriers. Let's start pushing the boundaries. And let's start doing the impossible. Let's start doing the unimaginable. Hallelujah. Let's start doing the supernatural. There should be no excuse. Glory to God. So God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful. My goodness. Be fruitful. And then he says, multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. So not only did he, did he, did he uh, bless them, he now began to give some specifics. Okay? You're going to be fruitful. That means you are not, not going to just do some little thing in the corner here that, um, and, and just you and your family just benefit from that. No, 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 no. Stop thinking like that. Start thinking global. <laughs> Start thinking global in all that you are doing. All that God has called you to do. You see, start thinking global. Yes, there's a starting point. You start small, but then you don't remain small. Adam started, it, just, it was just a nuclear family. But look at now, we are over 7 billion people. That's multiplication. That's fruitfulness. Okay? So every one of us has that same kind of capacity, all right, to overcome whatever obstacle, you know. Imagine. Imagine this, that after Adam sinned, okay, after Adam sinned, Satan came in and began to rule, began to be, became the god of the system of this world, okay? He became the god of the system of this world. But that notwithstanding, man has still been advancing. <laughs> man has still been advancing. So can you imagine? I'm telling you that as a child of God, there are layers of victory for you, okay? There are layers of victory. And you need to start taking advantage of them. Start when you wake up, when you look in the mirror, tell yourself, I was made in God's image after his likeness. So I can do, I can do the impossible. I can make something out of nothing because God did the same. Hallelujah. I can do the same. Am I saying you're God? No, I'm not saying you're God, okay? That you're, not, you're, not, you're not in the same league. But in this world, 
God has given you so much, so much to make him proud. Hallelujah. And that's one way I'm going to do. We're going to do that. All right. So he blessed them. He says to them, be fruitful, multiply. My goodness. You start by being fruitful, then you start multiplying. When you multiply, that becomes exponential. There are exponential results that are supposed to come out of your life. There are exponential results that are supposed to come out of your business. There are exponential results that are supposed to come out of, out of your studies, out of the area where God has placed you in your ministry. There are exponential results. So the, our capacity for growth is unlimited. It's unlimited. I think what limits our growth is our capacity to manage the growth. It's not, it's not so much that God is saying, no, don't, 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 don't. No, no, no. God is looking and saying, ah, you can only deal with 10. So that's all you get. But it's, it's not because that's your potential. It's because of the limitation of your understanding and your wisdom and your knowledge. So you need to grow in understanding. Grow in understanding. You know why man can fly today? The reason why man can fly today, I remember reading about the, uh, the Wright brothers. When they started with this dream of wanting to fly, it was like, they were the jokers of the town. But look at today. Look at today. What is happening? What happened? They, they took this dominion over the birds of the air. <laughs> Hallelujah. The birds of the air. So what did they do? They began to look at birds that flew. Start studying the the, the, the configuration of the bird, look at the wings, look at how it's designed, and so on. And by so doing, they were, begin to, they were able to, to begin to have glimpses into the aerodynamic design of birds and so on. And they began to, to, to fabricate along those lines, you know, and, and uh, look at today what is happening. My goodness, yes. So they were able to defeat, they were able to defeat that limitation that kept man only to the ground. Man could not operate in the air for centuries, for millennia, until the Wright brothers came. And now, look at what is happening. Now we have, you know, supersonic jets that we get into. And in a few hours, you are in another continent. Isn't that amazing? So it's, it's, it's all rooted in this verse. Okay? These few verses in Genesis chapter 1. Alright? So God said to, to, to man, you need to subdue the earth as well. In other words, bring it under control. Discipline it. And cause it to obey you. Cause that situation to obey you. What is that situation? What is that circumstance? Hallelujah. What is that demon? You cause it to obey you. You have what it takes. You have what it takes. So, how can God invest so much in us 
and we sit down and say, well, I'm so, I'm so disadvantaged so I can't do anything. Or I don't have anyone to help me so I can't do anything. Or, you know, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't have this qualification. So listen to me. All those things are good when you get them. But if you don't get them, if you pray and think hard enough, you will find a way. <laughs> you will always find a way. Why? Because it's inbuilt in you. It's inbuilt in you. Okay? Yes. It's inbuilt in you. In fact, the more the resistance you, you, you face, the more the resistance you face, the more the capacity to creatively come up with a solution. They say necessity is the mother of invention. Whoever came up with that phrase, God bless him for that. Because that is true. Yes. Once there is a need, once you find yourself in a tight corner and you can't find a way around, just go before God, begin to pray and say, God, show me, show me, open my eyes, let me see something. There is always something you are not seeing. There's something you are blind to. That's why that situation looks uh, so, so difficult. It looks insurmountable. Why? Because you are not seeing something you are supposed to see. So what you do is that you go to God. Go to God in prayer. Set aside a day or two or three. Just pray and say, God, show me. Open my eyes. Show me. What is the way around this? How do I get out of this situation? Where is the victory? In, you know, show, me, show me the pathway to victory in this area. And I'm telling you, God will just, he'll just open it like that for you. And you know, once that insight comes, boom, you break that barrier. You break that barrier. And that's it in every area of life. In every area of life. Whether it's spiritual, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional or whatever, I'm telling you, it's the same thing. God has invested tons of victory for you. All right? Your entire lifetime. It's supposed to be full of victories, one after the other, one after the other. So facing obstacles is okay. It's not bad. We've talked about that, dealing with victory thinking. It's not bad. But also remember that God did not make anyone. He did not make anyone um, to fail. No. He did not plan defeat for anyone. Let me, look, let me read a scripture in Jeremiah. In Jeremiah chapter 29, you know that popular scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11, okay? In Jeremiah 29, 11, <clears throat> the Lord says there, he says, um, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, okay? To give you a future and I hope your future is bright. Your future is bright. Tomorrow is great. Celebrate tomorrow. Yes. Maybe today has been difficult. Come on. Tell yourself it ends today. When I wake up tomorrow, it's going to be bright. Okay. So he knows the thoughts that he thinks toward you. 
Okay, so that alone, that's another layer of victory. So remember, you were made in his image after his likeness. That alone is victory. If you don't, if he doesn't do anything, that alone makes you victorious. Then not only that, he has blessed you, okay, and he has given you, he has empowered you to have dominion and to subdue and, and, and so on. That is another layer of victory. But now he's giving you his, he's giving you insight into his mind, his thoughts. Because God's thoughts are as powerful as his words. Thoughts are unspoken words. So he says, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. In another version says to, to bring you to an expected end. Bring you to an expected end. So, his thoughts for you are victorious thoughts. His thoughts for you are victorious thoughts, and God's thoughts always come to pass. Yes. His thoughts always come to pass. His thoughts, there's no thought of God that does not come to pass. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Let's look at the scripture um, in our. Um, Isaiah, yes, I think it's Isaiah chapter 14. He says, Isaiah 14, look at, what it, look at what it says. Verse 24, it says, The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so it shall come to pass. As I have thought, so it shall come to pass. And as I have purpose, so shall it stand. Come on. This is another layer of victory. You just need to locate God's thoughts. Locate God's thoughts and you can build on that. Because it's already, it's, a, it's predetermined that you are victorious. That's another layer. So imagine, with these three layers already. ha. <laughs> What is it? What is it that can stop you? What is it that can hinder you? What is it that can stop God's plan for your life? There's no situation. There's no situation strong enough, powerful enough to oppose and to defeat God's thoughts. It's not possible. Yes. Oh my goodness. So God's thoughts concerning you will come to pass. But you need to cooperate with those thoughts. Okay, They don't just happen. You have a part to play. You have a part to play. But I just want you to see the principle that God did not plan defeat for anybody. He did not plan a failure for anybody. No. It's not part of God's plan. God planned good things for you to give you a future and a hope all right and you can see here from this scripture that his thoughts always come to pass yes as long as we do our part because his thoughts don't override your free will okay god's thoughts don't override your free will that's a, that's the other thing if, if, if God's thought is for you to be saved and you decide not to be saved, God's thoughts will not override that. 
to go. Because he made you in his image after his likeness, he has given you the capacity of choice, for choice as well. So you can choose to embrace God's plans or not. You can choose to embrace his purposes or not. But it doesn't mean that if you make the wrong choices, that it is because God chose those on that path for you. No, God did not choose that path for you. Let me show you another scripture in, um, in Proverbs. Okay, Proverbs chapter 4. In Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20, I love that scripture very much. In Proverbs 4.20, he says there that the path of the just, okay, um, the path of the just, 4.18, sorry, Proverbs 4.18, he says, but the path of the just is like the shining sun, okay, that shines brighter, uh, ever brighter, Unto the perfect day. So the path of the just. When you, if you, if, if you think, think about it this way. When, um, when the sun begins to rise. In the morning. You know the dawn of a new day. When, the, when a new day dawns. And the darkness, the, the darkness leaves. Then it starts getting bright and bright. And the st- sun starts rising from the east. Right? Starts rising. So it says that the path of the just is like a shining sun. Okay? It's like a bright sun. An ever bright sun that shines brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter until the full day. Until by the time it's noon, it's full blast. Everywhere is bright. So it starts, it might start not so bright early in the morning depending on where you are and the season, okay? There are days that we have early, uh, the early sunrise. Some days they're late um, sunrise, no? But the path of the just, there is an increasing brightness. There's an increasing brightness that God has preordained for your life, okay? So brightness there, the light is like a shining light. Light speaks of so many things. Light speaks of, of life. It speaks of health. It speaks of vitality. It speaks of, uh, it speaks of happiness. It speaks of goodness. It speaks so many things. When you go study the word light in the Hebrew, you know, yes. So the path of the justice like that is like, it's like a shining light. Okay? So it continues to shine brighter and brighter and brighter. And brighter. So that is that is what God has preordained for you. Okay. And so don't allow a temporary situation to cause you to make a decision that will have a permanent impact on your life, on your future. No, don't. Yeah. So you might be facing resistance now, you might be facing challenges now, but let me tell you something. God has already prepared victory for you. All right? So it's there in you. It's there in you. You just need to take time. Make time. Spend time with God. Okay? Spend time with God. Go into his word. Tell him, show me, Lord. Show me. Yeah. And then spend time 
and begin to see from God's perspective. So when you see that situation from God's perspective, guess what? <laughs> Victory becomes certain. All right. Victory becomes certain. Yeah. So I want you to know that God, God has done a great work in your life. He's done such a great work in your life that the enemy, the enemy cannot, and he does not have what it takes to stop God's plan. He doesn't. The only thing that makes the enemy succeed is our cooperation. Is our cooperation. And that's why you need to be well grounded in the word of God and follow, abide by the word of God. So that makes it more difficult for the enemy. Makes it more difficult for the enemy when you walk closely with God. When you, when you are prayerful. When you are in the word. When you are in fellowship. Okay. With this pandemic, I know many people have been out of fellowship for some time. Some people have gotten used to lack of fellowship. That is not good. That is a recipe for disaster. Let's, let's, let's get back into fellowship. Okay. Yeah. So you might not be able to meet in person, but make sure you are always connected. Make sure you are always connecting with the saints. Fellowship with the brethren. It's important with those of like precious faith. All right? That helps you significantly because another layer of victory that God has given to you is relationships. It's relationships. There are people. There are people that God has given to us. Okay? That's why the Bible says, Woe to him that is alone. Hmm? Woe to him that is alone. For when he falls, there's no one to pick him up. Why? Yeah. God has designed has designed us, he has created us to, uh, to, 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 to work in community, okay? to, 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 um, to live in community, to operate in community, to serve in community, to enjoy life in community, to fight in community, and so on and so forth. That's why when you read in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, okay? We wrestle not. Notice the word we there is community. It's not individual. It's not I wrestle not. No, no, no. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. So we are supposed to fight those challenges together in community. Why? Because God has given us the, the weaponry as a community to defeat principalities and powers, to defeat all satanic courts, you know, the courts of hell that will come against us, the hordes of hell that will come against us. Once we are together, we're, we're together. He says, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So the enemy can try and try and try, but I'm telling you, he does not have what it takes to destroy the church of God. He doesn't. He doesn't. He can, he can um, cause resistance. He can cause discomfort here. He can cause challenges here and there, and there. But that's all he can do. That's all he can do. We are moving forward. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yeah, I'm excited about that. But I see my time is up. Glory to God. So remember layers of victory from your makeup, from your, the way you were created. You were, already, you were created victorious. Right from the beginning, in God's image after his likeness. Then you were blessed, empowered for victory. Hallelujah. 
you are empowered for victory. Amen. Then you have God's thoughts. My goodness, loaded, potent. There is no thought of God that is without power. Okay, so you've got the power of God's thoughts, and also His word is is His thoughts in writing. So you have the word of God. All right, you have the word of God which uh, has predicted and has. Uh, uh, described your victory in many places so you need to be familiar with that and then we have community those are all layers hallelujah layers of victory by the time you put all of them together whoo my goodness we are an unstoppable force an unstoppable force nothing can stop us all right so let me pray for you Father, I pray for my brother, my sister this morning. I pray, oh God, that if the enemy has lied to them and they have believed a lie, they are victors, and that they are victims and not victors. Right now, I pull down those lies in the name of Jesus. And I ask for a revelation, oh God, of the victorious destiny that you have for them, for each and everyone, no matter what. In whatever situation, hallelujah, they will bounce back. They will come, arise out of, uh, out of those um, tight situations, those challenging situations, that they will receive the insight, the wisdom, the understanding to navigate that and come out with powerful testimonies. I will declare testimonies for your people, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Yes. So I want to pray for you if you are not giving your life to Jesus and you want to do that. I'm going to pray for you right now. Why don't you say this after me? Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that he is Lord. Jesus, come into my heart. Make me a brand new person. Cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray. Pray for my brother, my sister, who's just prayed this prayer. I ask, oh God, that your kingdom will come upon me right now in the name of Jesus. Let the reality of the new creation dawn upon them right now. Thank you for the joy of salvation. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you prayed this prayer, I want you to get in touch with us. Um, you can write us, send us an email, or there's a number there. You can drop us a WhatsApp, and we will really be delighted to walk with you and to share more about, about this walk, um, this new walk with Christ. Okay. So, thank you so much for joining us today. But before we go, I want to pray for those giving. Maybe you want to give or you've given your offering, your tithe, or you've given towards our building, building project. I want to pray for you right now. Father, I pray for your people. As your people give, Lord God, I ask, oh God, for uh, your blessing to be released over their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, let it be a turnaround. 
Let there be a turnaround in their finances, oh God, where they are challenged financially. Lord, I ask for financial wisdom. I ask for witty inventions and ideas, oh God, to be released over them, oh God. Show them ways, oh God, of creating wealth. Hallelujah. Show them ways, oh God. Thank you, Father. I break every power of the enemy. I curse the spirit of poverty. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your blessing over your people. I declare increase and multiplication over your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. God bless you so much. God bless you real good. All right. Yes, thank you for joining us. Share this. I want you to share this. Share this with message with your friends, your family. Share it on your social media. Share it on your Facebook, your Instagram. Share it. Share it. Share it. Share it. Hallelujah. And uh, God bless you. Looking forward to uh, meeting you again. Having time with you <laughs> virtually uh, next week. Same time, same place. Bless you. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.